Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We're broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, my dear, welcome to the show. Yes, it's my pleasure, and happy Friday to everybody. I think it's going to be a great wrap-up to the topic that we started yesterday. And, of course, we always have some wonderful shout-outs and reviews and things of that nature. Here to keep you guys motivated and ready to rumble. Back to you. So I want to prove to you guys that we're not full of it. Today is our 26th wedding anniversary and I'd rather not be on this podcast right now. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd rather have taken the day off. But you know what? We're doing what we don't want to do, and we don't want to do it at the highest level. Exactly what you must do if you want to be successful in life. And that is true with all aspects of your life, not just your real estate business. Do what you don't want to do, and you don't want to do it at the highest level. So on this show today, I want all of you to ask yourselves, are you actually just saying that or are you actually doing that so i had an interesting call with one of our new member coaches yesterday jennifer actually a chat and she was telling me that she's starting to hear you guys say that you're just going to sort of coast for the rest of the year and pick it back up in the spring i'm here to tell you if that's the approach you take to your real estate business you are not going to be in business next year or the business that you make will make it or that you do muster will be essentially you would have been better off to get a job at Walmart as a greeter. Of course, I don't even have greeters anymore, so that's going to make the problem even worse for you. You guys get the point. Right now, if you're not working this time of year, you're making a huge mistake. And I'm going to give you two very – these reasons are absolutely 100%. You, no one can argue with them. Point number one are all the weak loser agents. None of you, 10,000 listening to us right now, you know, 100,000 listen, you know, all together, regular listens – None of you guys, hopefully, are falling into the loser category, but all the loser agents are the ones that are basically bailing out of the market for the rest of the year, thinking that somehow they can rebuild their uh, business next year in the spring. That's good for the rest of us because that means it's, we have less people creating noise. You can call them competition if you'd like, so you have less competition because all those people basically have checked out for the rest of the year. God bless them. Goodbye. Number two. You have a lot of very, the most motivated sellers this time of year. All the expires that didn't sell. All the for sale by owners that turns out they couldn't sell it themselves. All these other sources of business. Anyone who still has their house for sale going into the fourth quarter, those are incredibly motivated sellers. So Julie and I were top producers for a long time in real estate. We sold thousands of houses. So this was always our favorite time of year because of the fact that those two reasons were so true. You could go on listing appointments in the spring. And, you know, even as Julie and I were top producers, we'd have, you know, 20, 30 closings in a month. We'd still go on uh, listing presentations, and the seller would basically would be competing against two or three realtors who one of just got their license and another person who was their neighbor. And there was Uncle Bob who basically, you know, who just retired. And, you know, those types of people. That's who you compete with most of the year. You very rarely, even as a top producer, compete against top producers. You compete against the people that they know from their centers of influence and past clients who happen to have real estate license. You know, the lady who cuts the hair, oh, I got to give old Betty an opportunity, excuse me, 
because after all, she's been cutting my hair for the past 10 years, so I have to give her an opportunity, you know, with that type of thing. Those people are not in the business in fourth quarter, which means when you go out and you use our pre-listing pre- uh, presentation, when you lo- use our closing, when you use the whole process that we give you as part of the Premier Coaching pro- uh, Program, you will kick absolute ass and you will have less people to compete with, less noise in the channel. So be very clear about that. This is the best time of year to be going after the business that we get you guys to chase. And we're always going to get you to focus on sellers. When you get listings, you'll have to beat the buyers off with a stick. That's the reason we want you guys to completely break free of the dependency of buying buyers. The second big reason, again, I'm repeating myself, but it's really important you're very clear about this because you must fight against your tendency to be lazy and complacent this time of year. Do not believe there isn't business to be had. There is. Do not believe that the sellers won't list until the spring. They will. The most motivated sellers will list this time of year. You can list, when Julie and I, again, were selling real estate, you'd have, um, like, the houses that didn't sell in the spring and the summer, usually location issues, sometimes condition issue type houses, those are the ones that sell in the fourth quarter going into first quarter of the following year. Because there's less inventory is what I'm telling you, the houses that may have been harder to sell when there's more competition actually sell. So do fight against your tendency to be lazy this time of year, going to fourth quarter, going into the winter for many of you, you know, winter, which true winter, like what we had to suffer through every year. Fight against your tendency to want to basically kick back and say, well, I'll just hit it again in the spring and start realizing the fact that if you work now, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, and you do that now through the rest of the year, you're going to have monster momentum going into 2018, and that's how you have your best year ever. That's how you have your breakthrough. That's how you have so much momentum that that essentially everything you'd ever hoped to have as as a result of being a real estate agent comes true. And here's the other thing I see you guys doing. A lot of you guys will say, well, this is the time of year where I get my projects done. So you're going to work on your website. You're going to work on your CRM. You're going to work on your Mickey Mouse time-wasting BS, opposed to drilling down and doing what you actually get paid to do, which is getting in front of buyers and sellers, primarily sellers, to help them solve the problem. Do not use this as your opportunity to basically go in your hole and start doing all your you know, administrative, you know, computational master planning work. Get out there, meet with sellers, get listings. Guys, this is not a difficult business when you allow it to be simple. Some of you just choose for it to be complicated, all right? So please be very clear about those two points. So, Julie, I believe you have some folks that you want to acknowledge before we finish off uh, the topic that we started yesterday. Absolutely. We have Tracy Duggan in Tennessee. She writes, a while back, someone asked about signs to hold up after closed transactions for things like posting on your Facebook page and congratulations, um, you know, all that kind of thing. She made her own a beautiful big sign so that she can absolutely use that and has that posted on Facebook. So nice job getting that done, Tracy. Then I love this picture from Yancey Perkins, who is in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. His listings oftentimes are miles, and we're not talking about like 10 miles, hundreds of miles apart. I don't know how many miles he's got on his car, but it's a beautiful picture of this gorgeous storm rolling in in Wyoming, and his open house sign pointing far, far down the road. And by the way, he does get killer turnout. He just picked up, I think, a $3 million buyer from doing one of these opens out in the middle of nowhere. So for those of you who are uh, skeptical, if it works out there, you guys will love the picture because I don't even see a house in this picture. Um, Forks out there, it's going to work for you too. All right, let's see. 
We have a lovely posting from Tanya Woleb about a happy anniversary card. So thank you, and a great shout out to Tanya. Uh, let's see. Uh, and again, you know, I have to say, especially Alicia Melvin, she got her pre-listing package done. Very classy look and feel, very crisp looking. Posted that. And let's see, a couple of uh, potential referrals over there on the Facebook page. So let's leave that just for a second, and we're going to go over to Amazon. And I wanted to do some quick – I love this review of the book, Harris Rules. This is from Vel Conway. Uh, writes, OMG, I hope no one buys this book in my area. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because it would be so hard to compete with that agent telling it like it really is, and it's written by real realtors. Wait, what? A real estate book by – Written by top producing realtors? Wow, I almost never write reviews, but this is one I just had to write. If I would have read this book when I first got my real estate license, I would have saved myself a ton of money, time, and trouble. I think this book will help you no matter where you are in your real estate career. It shows you what it really takes to be a superstar realtor. No BS and no crying. Sounds like a conversation I have with uh, someone else we know in this house. Um, no BS and no you crying. You mean Zoe, our four-year-old? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sometimes hurting realtor cats is, is similar. So Val wrote it right. So if you're really serious about building your real estate business and you are a newer agent or a not-so-newer agent, buy the book, read it, and apply it. Unless, of course, you're in my area, LOL. It's awesome. I promise. So thank hey, you. It was a great review, right? It was. I loved it too. It's clever. You know, actually, I have to say, some of the the reviews are uh, good you writers. Know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're really good. Maybe we should have them write our next book. Because man, writing this one sucks. Deal. So hey, can you? Can, yeah, right. Can you uh, read uh, Roberto's? Uh, it came in. And by the way, uh, today is our anniversary, as I said. So if you guys haven't bought us anything, which is most of you, do leave us a great review. There's literally thousands of you that have bought the book, and we don't have thousands of five-star reviews. So we'd certainly appreciate it. But, Julie, read his, because I think his actually does a great job drilling down and getting out the essence of what we're all about. I agree. And I, this, there's a lot to this, so I want all of our listeners to really pay attention here. Uh, Roberto Balker writes, the real estate model is broken. It works as an apprenticeship model. If a broker takes the time to tear in an agent, they're losing money while doing so because they're not working on their own business. The idea that it's worth it to put that investment up front and then reap the rewards later when the agent becomes a top producer. However, if, if the agent becomes a top producer, they will then require a very big split, making the payback time to the broker much longer. Additionally, if the broker does not succumb to making uh, less of the split, they've just created their most difficult competitor. That's why most brokers don't invest that much in getting their agents to that level. 80% of agents will quit in their first two years. And by the way, I think that's a very verified stat. Roberto's not making Definitely. that up. At least 80% but, but of agents Julie quit in the first but, years. Yeah. But Julie, it's also true. This is also true. And a lot of people are listening to us right now and are also business owners that are not in real estate um, because after all, to be successful in real estate is the same skill set that's required to be successful in any small business. Okay. True. Hopefully it'll be an epiphany for some of you that these skills are scalable to other industries. But the 80% failure rate is true for virtually every small business. Most 80% yeah. plus all small businesses fail within the first 24 to 36 months. Go ahead. Sorry. Absolutely. So Roberto goes on to write, so agents that want to get uh, actionable knowledge have to buy that from coaching companies, which have more of an interest in that agent. Just like that is a very big difference between good agents and not, there's a big difference between good coaching and not. Sometimes the problem with coaching is another conflict of interest. 
Many coaches make money by pushing third-party products like CRMs, leads, seminars, dialers, etc. Additionally, some coaches have never actually been in the trenches. They talk from theory, not from proven experience. What I like about this book and Tim and Julie Harris training is that they motivate me by bringing clarity. There's so much that one can do as an agent, and if you don't focus on the right things, you waste time and don't make any money. Tim and Julie have a no-nonsense approach that shows you how to succeed. If you're willing to put in the effort, you will get results. No, this is not a pay them and you'll make money without working at all, as many companies promise, and we'd like to believe it's true, but this is the put in the effort, be disciplined to follow the instructions and change the way you do business and succeed. Thank you, Tim and Julie, for all the clarity you bring to this business. Well, thank you, Roberto Balker, for such a killer review. We very much appreciate that, and you absolutely 110% get it. I know you're a great longtime listener and coaching client, so thank you so much for that and being an example to your realtor community, your broker community, and we continue to appreciate you. So thank you for that. Back to you, Tim. So um, the mastermind that we promised all of you guys who helped us make the book so successful in the pre-marketing phase, the book is actually going into uh, print and soft cover, I believe, on Monday. Um, and then there's going to be a lot of uh, press that's happening and all this other stuff. But just depending on how deep down the rabbit hole Julie and I want to go, we might start be doing interviews on TV and things like that. Though, frankly, I don't think we will, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, but that all starts next week. You guys who have helped to make this book a number one bestseller on Amazon, as promised, we are going to be uh, inviting all of you guys to be part of our own private mastermind, which we have in the past charged for folks to attend, but you guys are going to be part of it for free. Um, there's no real way for me to know whether or not you bought the book and left a review, so I'm going to kind of use the honor system, and here's what we're going to do. We are going to be, maybe later today, but maybe over the weekend, sending out emails, obviously, and then posting on our website, just kind of like you know, marketing the fact that this mastermind is going to start next Friday. You have to register for the mastermind, and you have to register so that we can remind you to attend. That's the only reason. And then it's going to be um, starting next Friday, and it's going to be, really frankly, it's going to be Julie and I unplugged. What we're going to be doing is using the 90-Day Massive Action Plan. We're going to be assigning you guys reading uh, books to read. Our whole focus, and I think you guys can probably hear it in our voices, is we fight against our tendency to be lazy going into fourth quarter into the winter. Okay? We have that same tendency all of you do. And what we do every year is – now this is kind of maybe too nerdy, but here it is. Julie and I intentionally – we don't call – are the beginning of our business year, January 1st, and ended December 31st. We don't do it that way. What Julie and I do is we call the first of our following year. We have it's a, our fiscal year starts. It's an accounting idea, but we just use it as a motivational thing. Ours starts September 1st. It ends in sept, a year a year out. You know, so what we're doing is we're not we're not waiting for the new year to start dialing up our energies and motivation because that's when everyone else is doing it and there's too much competition. And it's too hard to do it. This is something we learned back when we were selling real estate, and it works in this business and works in every other business. Despite what everybody tells you, despite the you know we're going to wait until after the holidays objection you'll hear from sellers and all the rest of it. The fact is, it's, as I hopefully sold you guys on, it's easier to be successful you know, when you're working your ass off the previous year's fourth quarter going to the new year. We're doing it. That's what this mastermind's all about. We're going to do whatever it takes to get the folks that attend the mastermind to be drilled down, focused, and make sure that they have massive momentum going into 2018. And we are going to be even more honest, even, well, I didn't mean the word honest. I meant to say brutally honest on that mastermind than we are in this podcast. This podcast has you know, wide, wide consumption. Tens of thousands of people listen to it. And so we have to hold ourselves back, believe it or not, but on this mastermind, we won't. 
And the only way to be on this mastermind or the way the, 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 the sort of agreement we made was you guys can be in this mastermind, won't charge you a nickel for it. Um, you just have to buy the book, and we'd really love it if you give us a great review. It starts next Friday. Check, your, uh, e check for um, the emails and the notifications and just register for it. I can't police it whether or not you've bought the book or not. You guys get the point here. So I'm hoping you're just going to do it on the honor system. And I am also warning you there's a good chance that the, um, the, the, uh, e right now in pre-marketing, the book is only $0.99 cents through the Kindle version. But starting next week, it's out of my control, so I don't know what the publisher is going to price it at. At that point, we can't pre-market it anymore, i.e. make it so that it's really affordable for everybody. Then at that point, it's on them. So I would strongly encourage you guys to grab hold of that and be in our mastermind starting next Friday. All right, Julie, let's pick up where we left off yesterday. Yes, you got it. So we're talking about how to be your best self now versus always looking back saying, I was my best self back when because, you know, I had a really rockin' college experience or it was really awesome raising my kids, but now that they're out of the nest, I'm not sure what to do with myself. So now it's time for the action part. If you missed yesterday's session, you can listen to the uh, call replay where we kind of ramped you into this by asking you to be introspective and look into what was your era, why was that, we talked about sometimes you walk into people's houses and they seemed to have been stuck. So if you are not relating to it, think about some of the listings that you've uh, dealt with in the past. So now Just it's time go to back take action. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, definitely go back and listen to yesterday's show, guys, because we really drilled, drilled down, and some of you guys sent us very emotional emails as a result of that, because you understood that that's the, you had been caught in this uh, mindset that your greatest days were behind you. You realized, a lot of you, as a result of yesterday's podcast, that you have been essentially manifesting a lot of mediocrity and sort of a downward slope on all, you know, in your all important aspects of your life. And you're realizing that you can actually make, you know, starting, say, 2018, the start of your best era ever, your best 10 years, your best 20 years, whatever it is, you can choose to make that happen. So listen to yesterday's podcast. Otherwise, today's points will not really be congruent. So let's just jump right in, Julie. Good point. All right, perfect. So now is the time to do something about it, to take action. Point number one, what can you do now to recreate, get in touch with, update, upgrade the best you that you can be? Many of you wrote to us that you were best, your best previous era was because you were following a schedule, because you were working out every day, because you know somebody else was making you do that, or because you had better discipline. So what was it that made you tick at a higher level back then, and how can you recreate update and upgrade so that you can not really just, I don't want to say get back to that. It's more like a go forward to that. If you know what makes you tick historically, then you know maybe it's because you made yourself get up at a certain hour every day. Well, that's easy to fix, isn't it? But you've got to be introspective to do it. Point number two, start simple. When do you feel the best in the week and when do you feel the best during the day? Are you taking advantage of your, quote, natural energy spurts? Lots of people have written about this. It's in the Miracle Morning. It's in Getting Things Done. And, of course, we all have personal experience with having a certain time of day, a certain time of week that you feel the best. Are you really taking advantage of that, right? I mean, I've got a coaching client that routinely gets up, and he's done this like seven years in a row, 4.30 in the morning, okay? Not for me. I'm, I'm not – my best at 4:30 in the morning, right? It's dark out, not my thing. But for him, and I think it's because you know he grew up on a farm, and that's kind of normal for him. He feels better when he does that. Now, maybe that's not you. Maybe your key to happiness is going to bed two or three hours earlier. Some of these life hacks can make all of the difference. 
And you can start simple by working on your schedule with some simple minimum standards. Does that make sense, Tim? It does, of course. Yeah, so start and take some action. Point number three, begin a new beginning with simple habits which support your goals. Following a basic morning schedule, which includes a regular start time, regular exercise, urgent lead follow-up, and a media-free morning. Those are some basic core principles or rules, if you will, if you want to refer to the Harris Rules book, to start taking back control of your life. Urgent lead follow-up. You know, Tim, I think you and I both have had experience with when our agents just embrace relentless lead follow-up and all of the rules that we have with that, you know, like not sitting on a lead, calling back immediately, not having a bunch of rules for your leads, okay, that you treat them all the same with the same urgency. Typically, I see a 30 to 40% increase in an agent's business who maybe not a brand new agent, but somebody that's like a three to $5 million producer will go to eight to 10, just embracing some of these simple rules and that will then make them feel better about their business, build their confidence, and get them back into a new era and create your future. It's almost like you've got to start with the end in mind and then create your schedule to support it. And yet, what do most agents do? Their schedule is based on how many fires to put out and how they're feeling and all well, these things. Specifically, that have to do though. Right, but specifically, yeah. Julie, this you know, streamlining your point is that you really are telling them that they must have furiously fast lead follow up. And you guys need to write that down. Oh. Furiously fast lead follow up. You can often win and here's this just a simple fact. You can often win simply for the fact that you were the first person that called them back or first person they came in contact with. Um, whether you guys want to believe this or not, it's a simple fact that most people work with the first agent that they meet. How crazy is that? So you can be the first agent they meet simply by making it so you call back urgently. There are businesses out there that are making money off the fact that you guys are not calling your leads back right away. Sure. They'll do this. They'll call you back. There are literally companies out there where you turn all your all your phone calls, all your lead channels, everything over to these guys, and they call people back right away. They follow a simple script, and then they sell your leads back to you that you already, in many cases, paid to buy. This is so insane. All be Aren't you mortified Seriously. by that, honestly, from a coaching perspective? Like, really? There's really businesses that are making money that way off of agents' there's laziness. Like, there's like six of them now. There's like six of them. Incredible. So these guys are charged. So these guys convert your leads because you're not calling your leads back for you. And then they're selling them back to you for 25%. That is <laughs> unbelievable. You guys wonder why you don't make that. any damn money. There you go. I mean, what did you pay no. for that lead in the first place? And then in some markets, the commission rates dropped, is dropping close to 5%. 5% for some of you. You guys don't know this because you haven't been in business for very long, but 5% is a low commission. I mean, in many parts of the country, it's still 6%. In many parts, you can still get 7%, believe it or not. Yeah, but if you're, if you're basically getting a, listing a property and it's now the new normal to list it 5%, and then you're paying 25% for someone to convert a lead for you because you didn't call them back yourself, you guys are going to go broke. Is it really that difficult to see what the cost of being lazy and unskilled is? It's the difference between being in the business and not being in the business. And calling somebody back is super simple. Ring, ring, hello. Hi, Mr. Buyer or Mr. Sell. Well, let's just say it's a buyer. Hi, Mr. Buyer. This is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. As a courtesy, when folks call about one of our properties, we'd like to give them a quick call back, see if they have any questions about the property they called about. 
well, I was just calling to see what's, you know, is it still for sale? What's the price? How many bedrooms? Whatever, whatever. You know, Mr. Seller or Mr. Buyer, rather, that's a terrific property. Everybody's calling on that one. Let me check to make sure it's still available. By the way, Mr. Buyer, which property in the in this area are you thinking about selling? By the way, Mr. Buyer, which property in the area are you thinking about selling? That's how you guys pick off listing leads. You don't try to basically romance them and talk about your golden retrievers for an hour, hoping that then they're going to spill the beans that they also have a house to sell. Ask it at the top of the call, and you guys will make these buyer leads into seller leads, and you'll start picking them off. This is what we're talking about. This is the difference between just being okay or failing and struggling and thinking it's okay to buy your buyer leads and being an absolute kick-ass sales ninja and actually getting the job done. You have to decide which route you're going to go. It's all about being urgent, so furiously fast lead follow-up. Next point, Julie. That's it. So point number four, commit to perfecting one or two spokes of lead generation until they're predictable and duplicatable. This is a major point in the Harris Rules book. Follow one course until it's successful. Many of you dabble in things without ever coming close to perfecting or even really understanding that type of lead generation. And I would say that about any kind of spoke, whether that's buyer lead generation, seller lead generation, whether it's expired or your center of influence, doesn't matter. You bounce around, you try things out, and then you're quick to declare that it, quote, didn't work. I always love it when somebody says, you know, choose your spoke. Well, I tried it. Well, tell me about trying it. Well, you know, I called for an afternoon, and, you know, I had to dial 20 people to talk to three, and then one of them hung up on me. So what else have you got for me? That's how it goes, right? Like, what else? What's your, your latest and greatest that I can dabble in? And that's why you go from thing to thing to thing. In coaching, we call you guys samplers, trying a lot of stuff out, hoping it's the magic bullet, but not actually understanding it, not actually implementing it, not actually moving forward to perfect it, to polish it and make it predictable and duplicatable. That's how you know your spoke is working, when you can say, you know, here's what I'm spending on it, both time and money and effort, and here are my predictable and duplicatable results. When I do A, B, and C, I get D, E, and F. That's how you know. It's not, well, you know, I, I made a couple calls, and it sucks. <laughs> right? I mean, how many calls have we had like that? It's crazy. I digress. Okay. You did. So <laughs> I get worked up when I get those calls because it's like, don't tell me about trying. Tell me about doing. Okay, so point number five, decide to finally, this is related, decide to finally become the kick-ass listing agent that you know you can be. Get the skills necessary to maintain your magic number. Your magic number is the number of listings that you must keep and maintain at all times, not the same five. You're supposed to sell them and replace them. Maybe it's 15 for you, maybe it's 30, but your magic number is how many listings you have to have to drive the business to you that supports your goals so you can meet or exceed your stated goals. If you don't know what those are, you got to get into the treasure map, real estate treasure map. For those of you in my premier coaching, that's in the fundamentals section, and some of you have it sitting in your email. So get into the magic number and decide to become that listing agent. You know, you don't have to be perfect at everything regarding listings to take listings and build your listing inventory and really move forward. And I think a lot of agents get stuck, Tim. It's like the chicken or the egg. Well, I'm not going after listings because I don't feel like I have the skill, but I don't have the skill because I haven't taken enough listings. You learn a lot by doing. Does that make sense? 
It does, Zilly, but the thing we can't let get by is the fact that you said something there is very critical as is it just basically be the best at it. And a lot of you guys don't know what it means to be the best at anything. Really, you don't. You don't know the level of commitment that that requires. And so I want you guys to really, you know, obviously read Harris Rules, but think about what that means. What does it mean to be the best? What does it mean to be the best at one thing? And the one thing that we want you to be the best at is being a listing agent. You've got to be the best at mastering the skills of being a listing agent. When you do that, Essentially, guys, all the other things that basically torture people in this industry are, are gone. You will not be susceptible to the fools selling you leads and all these other get-rich you know, BS gimmicks that we like to rally on all day on our podcast. The fact is, guys, is that if you are focused on being the best at being a listing agent, everything else in this industry is going to seem simple or silly. In other words, you won't want to do it. And if the things that maybe challenged you in the past won't challenge you anymore. Julie, do we have? I think we have time for one more point before you bail. Yes, but you have to do it because I got to get to premiere. You got point number. Oh, seven. I'll read it. Nice. You can put it to bed. Okay, commit to okay, now good. being your best era. Revisit the goals in your treasure map. Paint a picture of what you want. Outline what you don't want, and put it into action steps in place to achieve the best you that you can be. Don't settle for your last era being your best era. That's just boring. Okay, back to you. So, guys, here's the takeaway from today's podcast. We want you to see that your future can, should, and how about must be a thousand times better than whatever that you've experienced in your past. Many of you guys had your best eras eras ago, right? Many of you guys had your best time on this planet when you were much younger or something else was going on. Again, yes, listen to yesterday's show about this. Just go to iTunes or Stitcher or go to timandjulieharris.com. Why not choose, because after all, guys, it is a choice, to make 2018 the start of your best era ever to make the other one look like it was child's play in comparison. You know, it's funny when I have this conversation sometimes with coaching clients, you know, people will come to us, they'll listen to the show, they'll read the books, they'll get the spark, they'll have that, you know, all right, I get it, I kind of get it, I, I want to grab hold of it, I don't want to get it, I, I want to make, do something, I'm not sure what direction I need, and, and, and like they're not, they have no confidence in themselves because maybe during their entire adult lives, they've only been coasting and they have never left it on the field, and so they're not really, you know, having the confidence that they can actually have a fantastic year. They want to, they just don't know that they can. And the question I always ask them, and the question I'm asking all of you guys is what was your greatest era? What made it your greatest era? Listen to yesterday's show. And why not just do that again? Because you've done it before. Your era could have been 10 years. It could have been six months. It could have been a year. It could have been 100 years. It doesn't matter, right? Well, I guess 100 years isn't likely, but you guys get my point. You can do it again. You did it before. So you don't have to necessarily have your exact knowing how to get from here where you are today to where you want to be. That's what coaching is all about. Start with Harris Rules book. Read the 100-plus five-star reviews, and obviously that's the whole point of Harris Rules is to give you guys a very practical and tactical, easy-to-understand you know, roadmap to where you want to be. Use the book. Read the book. It was a ridiculous amount of work for us to put it together, so please take full advantage of it. And, and in the meantime, guys, here's the bottom line. You're, I said this yesterday, I'll say it again, maybe it's a little bit depressing way for me to end the show, but it's the truth. You only live once and you're dead a real long time, so why don't you make the most of this life, this time, this era, right? Have it start today. We can help you guys. Stay tuned to the podcast. You know, buy the book. Stay focused. 
<laughs> be on our mastermind starting next Friday. Look for the emails. If you guys need us for anything, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. You guys have a fantastic day. And you can listen to us anytime by going to TimAndJulieHarris.com. Just click on the podcast button, going to Stitcher, going to iTunes. Have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the show live on Monday. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>